All right, all right, all right. All right, hello, and welcome everybody to our fireside chat. I've got the illustrious chief customer officer, Dennis Anderson, with me today. So Dennis, let's dive right into it. Now, we were talking before our, our talk here <laughs> uh, to kind of get things going. I'd like to set the table uh, because you obviously very customer-focused uh, role there at ArcBest. I would like to know, kind of just set the table for us. You know, we've had some volatile times <laughs> over the last uh, couple of years. Tell us about how the customer experience or the, you know, has evolved over the last couple of years. Sure. Well, first of all, thanks, Zach, for for having me today. And thanks to FreightWaves for coming to, to our neck of the woods here in Arkansas. And uh, it's, a, it's a thrill to have everyone here in, in the epicenter of, of supply chain, in, in our view. Um, and first of all, for those of you who aren't familiar with ArcBest, I'll, I'll kind of start there. Yeah. Uh, we're a multi-billion dollar integrated logistics company uh, who really works to, to keep the global supply chain moving. Uh, about 250 facilities across North America, 15,000 employees um, that really do everything from LTL to truckload to expedite to manage solutions. Um, and so it's been an interesting time for the last couple of years, as you right. mentioned, in the supply chain and, and working with our customers. Um, you know, what, what we're hearing from them is they've been very disrupted. I mean, as, that's, a, that's a term that's probably just been blown <laughs> up in the last couple of years, uh, for sure. And their supply chain, they're looking for reliable capacity. Uh, they're looking for ways just to get goods to consumers. And w- one of the things that, that we've learned through that through that exercise is it's important for us as logistics providers to really step back and look at the world through their eyes and to understand, you know, what we've heard the term, I, I maybe we could have had a game about how many times we heard customer centric, customer obsessed, right. uh, customer focused uh, t- today already. But the way that we look at customer obsessed uh, at our company is really through four uh, key avenues. And it's, it's, we call these our, our pillars of, of customer obsession. And one of them, the first one is to be customer led. The second is to be insights driven. The third is to be fast. And then the fourth is to be connected. And so just to kind of unpack what those are to, to your, to your point, what, what is, what does all that mean? And, and why has that been important through the pandemic? First of all, uh, being customer led is, it sounds simple, and it's easy to say, but it's really about putting yourself in the customer's shoes and doing the things that are going to create value for them. And again, that sounds a whole lot easier right. than it really is. But part of that is being insights driven. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you guys, the Sultan of Sonar, <laughs> you know a little bit about insights, right? Um, but it's, it's about looking at the world from their perspective, because we can look at a lot of data but if that data doesn't align to the customer's perspective, um, that's not going to help you create value for them. And then the fast and connected ideas, customers want to deal with companies that are efficient and that do things quickly. Um, I don't know if you've ever uh, had, a, had the pleasure of spending time on the phone with, we'll call it a, a telco or a cable company or a any pick your consumer experience where you get to make the call for, for some service and you spend more than 30 seconds on hold. That's no fun. Right. That's not fast. And then connected is when I get through on that call, am I talking to the right group? 
heaven forbid that I'm talking to the wrong person because I might get transferred and have to explain myself all over again. Or I go to the website and I have a completely different uh, experience here between what I'm what I'm interacting with them on digitally versus who I'm talking to. Right. And the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. So it's it's about being customer led, insights driven, fast and connected. And what we found is that even through this last two year period, uh, that being customer led and being customer obsessed is a timeless idea. It's beyond. It goes beyond just you know helping someone achieve something in a disrupted time or you know just keep the fires put out. Right. It goes beyond that, and it really uh, it, it leads to partnership and and, and building trust. And, and we've heard those words a lot today as well. And so those are really key points. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to understate what you just said at the very end there, the the building trust part, because a lot of what we've seen over the last couple of years has been a lot of disconnected trust. Yep. Uh, and the customer-led idea, I, I think, you know, we talked about it a little bit beforehand. And in terms of really putting yourself in their shoes, you know, you talk about, you know, being customer-focused, but being in their shoes to understand what their perspective is, I think is great. Um, and it, you, you have to do it if you want to solve their problems. So give us, uh, give us an example of sure. something that you've seen over the last bit that's uh, solved this. Sure. So when we looked at, um, actually, this is before, before the pandemic, uh, an example of, of the way that we address this is, you know, many in this, in this geography, for one thing, but many in, in this space uh, are familiar really with the challenge of retail and the challenge of getting product on shelves. And so that's created a lot of back and forth uh, between retail uh, suppliers, retailers themselves, uh, transportation providers, really this, this dance of trying to get things to market as efficiently as possible. We saw that happening and we saw really where we were in the middle of this, we're doing business with retailers. We're doing business with brands uh, that are needing to get into retailers, but struggling with a lot of the compliance requirements. Um, and so we actually put together a customer group uh, that we call a retail customer advisory board. And that was actually a couple of years before the pandemic started, right. um, just working through retail compliance. And it's been amazing you know, sitting in those conversations and co-creating with them, we actually created a product uh, that we call Retail Plus, which is really around uh, making sure that those uh, retail suppliers have the data uh, and, and, and the operational uh, requirements met for whatever retailer that they're going to. And so in those conversations, though, it was a co-creation process where right. we stepped in and said, we have something to offer, but we know that you know, these brands may be coming from different uh, industries altogether. They may be in different product lines, for example. So they're not really competing. So they're able to have a very just open, transparent conversation uh, with us and among themselves. What's been really interesting about that particular exercise is sitting in that room and actually listening to those uh, brands sort of solution among themselves things that may not have anything to do with what we came to talk about that day. 
And so there, we're understanding with every conversation, with every interaction like that, you know, how much uh, it, we can do to create value or, or how much we could partner with others to bring together and to create value. And that's, that's been an amazing part of our journey. I mean, we, we do surveys, we right. listen, uh, like anyone who's, who's really wanting to listen to the voice of the customer and to be able to, to do something, respond in, in, uh, in response to that. But it's beyond, you know, when, when you're in a relationship and a great partnership, it's beyond just listening to what someone says to you. Right. It's, there are verbal cues and then there are nonverbal cues. And so we like to think of that as, you know, the interactions, watching the interaction data. What can we learn about that customer that they might even not even understand about how they're interacting with the world? And so it's really, really important for us to be able to listen uh, both verbally and non-verbally, educate ourselves and stay a step ahead and understand them so that we can bring something that's, that's valuable to them. That's what we view the partnership is all about and building trust is all about. Yeah, I mean, and you obviously, uh, you alluded to the fact that you actually gained something extra in the process. You kind of had to uh, grow outside of the box of general customer relationship, uh, and then you you grew, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so let's, uh, you know, we, we've kind of set the table with where we've been and where we are, uh, but what do you see, where do you see us going? What do we need to be more focused on moving forward, uh, especially as we have these continued disruptions? We've had, you know, obviously... The entire logistics sector <laughs> is in disarray right now. So what are some of the things that we need to look for moving forward and some trends to watch? Sure. Well, you know, I think it's important that, you know, we, we step back from our, like I said, we, we're in conversations every day. And so we have experts that are out there mm-hmm. talking with our customers. I am, am blessed to be in those, a lot of those conversations and, and hear, you know, some of the, some of the feedback, some of the the challenges and the concerns that that our customers have, just with where the market's headed, um, some some pretty large topics that we're hearing uh, right now that I think are are some long term things for this industry to really pull together and solve. Um, first of all, is environmental sustainability. I mean, we think about what uh, the impact that supply chains have on envi- on our environment. Um, but, but just in general, I talked about being fast and efficient, right? Um, a lot of times those things go hand in hand. What's best for a business a lot of times is best for the environment. So watching out for your processes, watching out for the technology that, that, that you use, you know, making sure that you don't put that extra truck on the road if you don't have to, those are really, really important things to do and things that, you know, we work on are, are managed uh, solutions business is one of the fastest growing uh, pieces of our of our business, and it's where we can you know, mix and, and match modes uh, to make sure that you know that product is moving the most efficient way possible to get to the consumer. Yeah, sustainability All the way and through. efficiency absolutely. go hand in hand. <laughs> they absolutely do. It's and it's it, those are not things that are that are separated. So if we're if we're minimizing fuel consumption, right. Uh, or, we're, or we're minimizing freight spend, we're also working on sustainability. But that's, that's something that's not going away. Uh, we'll work on that. And, and I'm sure there'll be topics throughout this conference about, you know, beyond just, uh, you know, managing, a, managing that out of the supply chain uh, right. from, from that perspective. But the second thing I would say is really um, a labor 
shortage. And, and in some ways, that's, if you think about ES and G, that's really kind of the, the S uh, right. <laughs> following the E, <laughs> right? And so uh, labor shortage is, it's on everybody's mind. It's on every, everyone's uh, lips. And so we think about things like automation, but beyond just automating processes, uh, we announced an, an investment earlier this year in a, in a company called Phantom Auto. And it was really um, around making sure that uh, we, we set up a potential for remote work for inside a warehouse, which is, that was not possible. That's tremendous. Pandemic. <laughs> but, but imagine, you know, being able to uh, remote operate forklifts, for example, or any other, you know, a yard, yard vehicle and, and be able to, to move those things um, and, and give someone an opportunity maybe that couldn't go physically work in a warehouse. And, and then think about the idea of multiplying that person's capabilities um, to, to be able to maybe interact in multiple facilities within one setting. And so that's, that's a really interesting thing that we're working on with, with customers today um, that's really designed toward that labor shortage, um, addressing that labor shortage. So it's automation, but we believe very strongly in having humans in the loop. We, we believe that it, it will be a long time <laughs> before there's logistics without humans. And yeah. so uh, making sure that we're, we're using technology to be able to help solve for some of those things uh, from whether, whether it's, you know, data analysis and, and being more efficient and optimized in an operation from an environmental perspective, but then also technology can help us uh, address a labor shortage and, and potentially uh, really unique and creative ways. Yeah, the labor shortage, of course, a huge topic this year Absolutely. on everybody's mind. Uh, yeah, automation, definitely a thing. And everybody gets scared. They get a little tightened up because they, they're taking their jobs, but it's the yeah. jobs that a lot of people don't necessarily want to do and you can do other things. And right. also what you just talked about, uh, it's an expansion. Right. You know, it's giving you an option to do a job in a different way. So, so much uh, stuff here. So I, I think what I, my takeaway here from our conversation is learn about your customer, yeah. not just in the way that you know what they do, Absolutely. but understand what they feel, what they go through, and you can grow to in this synergistic relationship. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dennis, for this. Uh, where can people uh, come find you? Absolutely. Well, yeah. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a great contingency here. We're at the Art Best booth. It's right across the hall. Um, we've got a team of innovators here. We've got teams that can talk with supply chain and talk supply chain with you if you're a shipper. Uh, we've got teams that can connect you to, to shippers if you're a carrier. Uh, we're, we're just happy that FreightWaves is here. Thrilled to be here. Also, you can check us out on ARCB.com. Um, we're all over socials, so LinkedIn um, and everywhere else. So all right. great to be here with you today. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.